Okay, let's try this again. This is the podcast number uh, 62, and it's like take three or something. Last time, if you were unfortunate to listen live, you probably heard some very distorted music. Hopefully, when I press this button, the music isn't going to be distorted.
Well, it's been a mistake-laden podcast so far. Let's hope, let's hope it's going to go all right from now on because it's going to be an hour long. I uh, I kind of had a load of tracks I wanted to play in the podcast, and then I couldn't really whittle them down to half an hour. So rather than whittle them down to half an hour, I just thought I'd be lazy and, and make them just play them all. But unfortunately, that's not being lazy at all because it did mean that the blog entry is going to be massive and it's it's going to be way too much work. And now it's going to it's all running late. It's all it's all gone horribly wrong actually. That was Holy Connie, or, uh, yeah, Holy Connie, I think is probably how you pronounce it, and Flying Around Space, and that's from the EP Earth Child Answer already, they're from Sweden, and I play that because um, I've on a bit of a retro games kick at the moment, I got Shenmue for the Dreamcast, I bought Shenmue 2 for the Dreamcast about, um, about mm, I don't know, about a year ago, and I haven't really got around to playing it because I want to get Shenmue 1, so I, eventually I got Shenmue 1. Um, it just came through the post yesterday from the old eBay. Um, so, yeah, I've just kind of put me in a bit of a retro mood. And the other thing is I've been trying to play... Uh, there's an app you can get on the iPhone, which is a version of an app that you can get on the Game Boy, um, which is called Nano Loop. And I've been trying to make, for some bizarre reason, I've been fiddling around with it, trying to make some sort of music in it, um, just for amusement purposes. But it's damn difficult. Those chiptune guys are pretty clever. And that's made with a... That track is actually made with a... Uh, a tracker called Little GP Tracker, which is based off a Game Boy applica- application called Little Sound DJ, and I think that track itself was made in a PSP. Um, if you seek out the application, if you're interested on the Game Boy called Little Sound DJ, it looks absolutely baffling as well. I don't know how on earth anybody makes any music in it. It's just like a whole lot of ASCII art thrown at the screen. Um, but I guess some people like Holy Connie are pretty damn clever and can make that. Anyway, that EP came out on the 11th of June. It's available on Bandcamp. And name your price before that. At the start, if you were unlucky enough to hear the initial false start, you probably had a very, very distorted version of the thermals and not like any other feeling, but that one seemed to come out okay. That was from the album Personal Life, which is their fifth album, but came out, uh, the album came out towards the end of last year, I think, sometime in October or September or something. Uh, that was released as a single um, in February this year. And the reason why I played that, excuse me, is because I read uh, uh, Matt Mason, who is, uh, or rather Major Matt Mason USA, which is who's one half of Schwevon. He's got a great blog called Rock and Rollers Don't Bathe, um, which always makes me pine for New York when I read it um, because he lives in sort of the Lower East Side of New York um, and normally has cool references to things that have been going on in his life around uh, Manhattan. And anyway, um, on his blog the um, last week, I think it was, or earlier on this week, he got to see a Thermals gig and I'd totally forgotten about that Thermals album. I don't really listen to the Thermals enough. They, are, they do make some fantastic indie pop and that's kind of been sitting in my pile of things that I want to play in the podcast since it came out in February, and I just haven't got around to doing it, so it was a good excuse to squeeze it in. Um, and like I say, I've got, I've just, what normally happens is I try and sort of keep a playlist of music to play in the podcast, and it's just been getting longer and longer and longer, and I just thought, I'm going to have to dump it all off in a podcast. And I kind of like to mostly play new stuff in the podcast as well, so because there's a few older tracks that have been sort of stacking up, I say older, there's only one, I'm looking through my list here, there's only one that's really old. Um, but there's a few that were like a few months old. Um, and I don't really want to just play a podcast with lots of old tracks in, so I thought I'd kind of mix it up and have some new ones and some old ones as well. And, uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I've rambled a little bit. And that's, like I say, it's going to be an hour long, but I don't really remember when I started because the start got a little bit broken. But anyway, on Twitter, it seems to be working, which is good. So after the initial false start, word travels fast on Twitter. It says it does sound fine here in the US, which is good because I'm not entirely sure if it sounds that great here. And uh, Plenty Side says, hooray, so far so good, have broken out the hobnob creams. Um, this is Major Matt Mason USA and Dolly. At least it will be, because it starts... <laughs> I should probably queue it up so it starts after the little intro bit. Um, it will start soon, honest. One, 
silent mountain speech On cornhouse tiptoed spring bare feet Children can be cruel I know Mason USA and that's Dolly um, he's one half of Schwever and that's a track apparently it's inspired by Dolly Parton's autobiography you can get it off um, sorry I sound really cheesy when I'm saying this for some reason <laughs> you can get it off Matt's Bandcamp page and it came out towards the end of April there'll be links as ever in edinburghmando.com because of course I failed to write them down in my notes before I did the podcast I do have notes actually which is probably why I'm rambling stuff off at about a thousand miles an hour um, yeah, well, at least the intro chatty things out of the way. I now feel a bit more relaxed. I got a little bit all um, worked up there after it all gone wrong at the start. It actually went wrong twice as well. I hit the wrong button right at the very start. There's two buttons here in front of me. One is mute, which will unmute or mute my microphone, depending on the state that it's in. And there's another one, which is stop or start broadcast. And right at the very start, 
I was just to go to go, I went to go and press mute or rather unmute and then I hit the stop broadcast button so it didn't it was it was all going to go horribly wrong from the very start and then of course the then of course my wires were all distorted I think what's happened I've got a little box of tricks which is supposed to be able to plug into my to my laptop which means that it's got a high quality audio input so when I'm playing stuff music it kind of goes through a high quality input so it sounds okay you're in but between me testing it just before the podcast started and then actually doing the podcast obviously it broke somehow and then it all went through crackly and distorted so now I'm just plugged straight into the laptop which tends to be a bit hissy so if this is a bit hissy I'm really really sorry about that I didn't really didn't really know what else to do it's such late honest. Um so sorry about that and uh, yeah thanks for listening though which is good and obviously it is working um, so I was going to play something else wasn't I oh yes I'm going to play a track by the Fleet Foxes now before <laughs> Before I went to go and see the Fleet Foxes last week, was it just last week? I think it was last. Um, was it last Wednesday? I think it was last Wednesday. Um, they played a massive big venue. I say massive big venue, not that massively big, a rather large venue in Edinburgh um, called the Corn Exchange. Um, and before I went to go and see them, everybody I said to, "Oh, I'm going to see the Fleet Foxes. Do you want to come along and see it?" And everybody I said it to made snoring noises. Which, uh, if you are one of those people. I'm terribly sorry because I, I am going to play a track from the Fleet Foxes album. This is Grown Ocean uh, from the album Helpless Bliss. Sorry, from the album Helplessness Blues.
betray me I will wake one day Don't delay me What I'd leave her Always going That's the Fleet Foxes in Grown Ocean and that's from the album Helpless This Blues um, which came out ages ago I think it was the 3rd of May I think it was I have it written down right here in front of me I don't know I don't know why I said I think it was of course it was it was the 3rd of May on Sub Pop in the US and on Bella Union in the UK and I think it also maybe came out as a single on Record Store Day but don't quote me on that that's just from memory I don't have that written down in front of me um, yeah so I went to see the Fleet Foxes uh, just like last week it was and um, yeah I couldn't really find anyone to go with me which was rather disappointing especially since the ticket was like 20 odd quid or something but it was um, it was at the Corn Exchange which is actually the, the, the good thing about the Corn Exchange is that it's only about 10-15 minute walk from my flat the other good thing it was a, it was a really nice evening as well so it was a nice sunny evening wandered down um, but then I got to the venue and then I remembered why I really dislike the venue it is a massive sort of I think they use it for sort of wedding dress exhibition type shows and stuff and sort of recruitment fairs and things like that it's got sort of horrible polystyrene or styrofoam whatever you want to say um, ceiling tiles and stuff like that so it's really really bad acoustics it's also like a big long warehouse um, and so somewhere at the other end of the warehouse there was a band playing I think the support band were the Bees who I'm not really a big fan of I've been uh, maybe at one point in my life maybe I did quite go for the sort of um, psychedelic revivalist stuff but I'm I don't really, I'm, I don't really, I'm not really interested in them much anymore. I'm afraid. Um, so yeah, so, uh, some far end of the of this massive big warehouse, a band were playing, and you could just about hear them. Um, and then there was loads of bars. There was like a massive big regular bar, and then sort of little bar sort of doorways where you could buy bottles of beer. But all of the bars had massive queues, so it was just a horrible experience that involved getting no beer. And uh, then, like, barely being able to hear the band, which was quite disappointing. Um, I think the other thing as well is they've got, like, a PA system, which is sort of three-quarters of the way up the venue itself. So if you're in the top, sort of, near the stage, it probably sounds really good. But if you're anywhere near the back, or sort of about halfway then on, onto the back, it doesn't sound very good at all. And it was rammed at the front, and there was no way I was going to be standing up there. So it was, uh, yeah, it was slightly disappointing, actually. Um, and also Argos Growls, who sometimes listens to the podcast and tweets at me. I don't know if he's listening tonight, um, but he was apparently there as well. And I couldn't, for the life of me, I couldn't find him because it was absolutely mobbed. He did see he was he was standing at the bar with a plaid shirt and a pair of uh, white shoes. And I did go to the bar, but there was a lot of people, would you believe it, with uh, plaid shirts and white shoes. So I didn't really know which one of them was Argos Growls. But either way, I don't, I don't even think he got a beer in the end. Um, so like me, walked back, walked back sober. So, uh, yeah, Amy Baggett on uh, Twitter says the Corn Exchange is horrible. It is really, really bad. I've seen, I've actually seen a few bands there. I saw um, Supergrass there, and I saw, uh, um, who was it? Placebo, um, which I liked Placebo um, when they first sort of started. And actually, they, they weren't too bad. Uh, Supergrass were awful. It was kind of horrible and really echoey and, like I say, distance, music distance. I saw the Hives there as well, and they were pretty good, but... Um, I think it was only because the hives were quite good fun, so it actually kind of made up for it. But in general, like I say, the only redeeming feature is that it's a 15-minute walk from the flat. In the end, I actually left before the end, which is rather embarrassing to say. I stayed for about sort of 40 minutes, and uh, I kind of wasn't really enjoying myself. So, And it's also horrible when it's a band you really, really want to see, and you see them in a venue that just kind of 
doesn't really do them justice. So I didn't really want to want to sort of uh, stay for too long and then get the sort of ruin the fleet foxes for me. If that's at all possible, obviously the people who made the snoring noises when I when I said I was going to go and see them probably wouldn't see it that way. But anyway, sorry, that was me moaning about <laughs> about going to gigs in big venues. Um, so I don't know. I'll probably forget which is what I did last time. I'll probably forget that the Corn Exchange is such a bad venue. And in two years' time, there'll be somebody I really want to go and see and I'll actually end up going to see the Corn Exchange again and it'll be a, be a horrible experience. But anyway, I'd actually, I'd, actually, after I came out, I thought I'd rather just go through to Glasgow to see a band in Glasgow rather than go to the Corn Exchange again. Even then, that's, a, and that's saying something. Anyway, I'll stop ranting and play some more music. This is Austin Miller and Revealed. Well, the pieces to the puzzle are all lying on the floor And I don't think they'll even fit together anymore And even if they did, I don't think I'd get around That all of the right reasons were all found Well, the colors are all fading And soon they'll disappear With these questions left unanswered The future's so unclear Turn to dust So we'll do the things we want to do Instead of what we must well, I've been told this is no way to live I'm told this must change But a life that's void of happiness just seems so very strange well, I am trying to stay patient, but patience is so hard When the things that you are waiting for just seem so very far Trying to stay honest, no one else will do the same But now acting like the others do has never been my aim That I've never been And I can only guess How many of them I will see Before I'm laid to rest I am waiting for the day When I have nothing left to lose 
has been revealed I hope I still have time to choose Austin Miller um, and revealed and uh, wanted to search for him. <laughs> this is why I should fade out the tracks when I start talking, isn't it? That's Austin Miller revealed from an album called Foreign Lands. Uh, I wanted to search for him on uh, on Google. It seems that there's an actor from Days of Our Lives, which I'm told is a popular soap opera um, in America. And uh, no, it's he's not. I don't. I hope. Well, I don't know if he is. I mean, maybe he is an actor from a Days of Our Lives, but I, I, I don't think he is. He's from Florida. It's taken from the album Foreign Lands. It uh, came out on the 11th of June. You can download it for free if you go to clct.com slash release slash foreign lands. Uh, clct.com. I've raved about it before. It's a great music website, music community. Um, it's kind of like Bandcamp, but all free. Um, that's not to say I'm, I'm cheap. Obviously, I am a little bit cheap, but it's not really why I like it. I like it because it's all sort of... Um, a lot of us lo-fi sort of bedroom stuff. That one isn't actually. That's quite quite properly produced actually for something off CLLCT, um, and it's got a banjo in it. I kind of fancy a bit of a banjo. Um, I got a bit distracted actually because there's a bit of a debate going on, not a bit debate, a conversation going on on Twitter between me and Plenty Side and Amy Baggett, who says uh, uh, Plenty Side said um, uh, that he's going to suck it up and go and see uh, the National at um, the Corn Exchange because the Glasgow Day clashes with uh, Sebado at Cabaret Voltaire. Um, to which Amy replies. Um, Sebado playing Cabaret Voltaire. Has it sold out already? I hope it hasn't sold out because I do want to go and see Sebado at Cabaret Voltaire as well. I haven't got my ticket. Maybe I'll come off this podcast and go and get my ticket for Cabri- uh, for Sebado at Cabaret Voltaire because, because I really, really want to see them. They've just re-released. Oh, they've re-released an album, haven't they, on Sub Pop, a sort of special edition deluxe version of one of their albums, which I can't remember what track it is. Sorry, what album it is, but I will I will play a track from it at some point in the podcast because, um, because Sebado are brilliant. And uh, Pepsi Punk has decided to tweet me a photograph because he's uh, because I did say I get distracted when people tweet me photographs. Um, the other thing, the other gig that I went to was it only one other gig? No, I went to other gigs. One of the other gigs that I went to last week on uh, Saturday night was at uh, Henry Cellabar, which is completely the opposite of the massive big venue that is the Corner Exchange. It's a tiny little sort of horrible. I say horror. <laughs> That was awful. I shouldn't have said that. Bake Sale. Plenty Size says it's Bake Sale. has just been released. The Sebado album. Of course it is. Um, yeah, so I went to Henry's uh, Cellar Bar uh, to see... Um, it was a spook school who you'll know are a podcast favourite. They've only got two tracks. I did say to them after their show, I said, you've got to record some more stuff so I can play some more stuff on the podcast. They are two great tracks. Um, and also uh, Edinburgh School for the Deaf, who I think I saw the week before as well. Um, but they were great. And also Zed Penguin, who I've seen a couple of times, a couple of weeks ago, or about a month ago. Um, he was a kind of a late addition to the bill. I wasn't I wasn't completely sure I was going to go because I was at a wedding the night before. So I was a little bit um, hungover a little bit. Um, but uh, when I saw that Zed Penguin was on the bill as well, I thought, well, I can't not go and see three 
three fantastic bands or three fantastic artists and it was put on by Matthew um, who runs Song by Toad so it was a brilliant brilliant night uh, and it was a great little venue it's one of my favourite venues even though um, it's if it's really rammed which it sometimes is I saw Jeff Lewis there he played a after show gig after he did a gig the same night with Jarvis Cocker at rather, another large venue in Edinburgh called the Picture House but then afterwards we also decamped and went to Henry Bar, and it was absolutely rammed that night and the gig went on until like 3 o'clock in the morning so after seeing one gig it's sort of 7 o'clock to 11 and then seeing another from 11 to 3 it was quite hard going and it was quite busy but it was a great night as well um, anyway so what was I saying? Yes, Zed Penguin was brilliant um, when he played with Spook School and Edinburgh School for the Deaf. And I'm going to play a track from Zed Penguin's EP, which is called the Four Track Mind EP. Um, it is, uh, he's just got a unique bluesy type of, I'm not even going to try and explain it, I'm just going to play it. I've already played a Zed Penguin track a couple of podcasts ago, so if you were listening to that, you may or, you may already be familiar with him. Anyway, this is Zed Penguin, and keep on trucking. <laughs> I know that I 
the Zed Penguin and keep on trucking. Um, I remembered to wait until after it stopped making strange noises before I started to speak. That's from the 4-Track Magnet EP, and there's a name your price on Bandcamp. You can get it at uh, zpenguin.bandcamp.com. And he's also in PET, who, or, or PET, I'm not entirely sure. Um, when I last played PET on podcast number 59, I think it was, I, I said I wasn't sure. I thought it was probably PET because I'd only ever seen it capitalised. Um, but now I've seen it on blogs, not capitalised, so I'm completely confused as to whether they're called Pet or PAC. Anyway, they're playing at the Wee Red Bar on the 16th, along with along with Jesus H. Fox and the Second Hand Marching Band. It's also a Song by Toad gig as well. And actually, on that note, I was um, there was a TV, there was a show on uh, BBC Two Scotland the other day. Was it just yesterday? Or was it the day before? A South by Southwest documentary um, presented. By, I'm reminded about it because um, Matthew from Song by Toad made an appearance in it at the end. He was sitting with uh, Vic Galloway and I can't remember who else. That's really embarrassing. Someone from Creative Scotland and someone from DS Scotland blog as well. Obviously, I should have I should have made notes, shouldn't I? Or should have made proper notes rather. Anyway, um, if you've listened to Matthew's podcast, which is a song by Toad podcast, it is quite sweary. Um, but he did very well and didn't swear at all, despite the fact this was on the TV. He didn't swear at all, but despite the fact apparently he'd had a couple of margaritas before recording that segment as well. Anyway, I thought it came across damn well. And the other hilariously amusing but I was watching it delayed by 10 minutes um, on the old uh, PVR and I said to jokingly I said on Twitter I said um, 10 minutes late watching this so no spoilers to which somebody uh, my goodness who was it I should again I get have <laughs> taken notes the Steve 71 said uh, you're in for a surprise and I didn't really but I thought he was just joking but then sure enough at one point um, when in the South by Southwest documentary when they're talking to Dan from Withered Hand who's having trouble with his um, getting his visa to go to South by Southwest they cut to a shot of Twitter and a Twitter feed scrolling past with the search term um, Withered Hand for South by Southwest and then up pops some of my tweets so I guess it was a bit of a surprise I was quite surprised so obviously um, Matthew had a far more important um, appearance in the in the uh, in the documentary but I thought there was a tiny little a little bit of solidarity there from another Edinburgh podcaster of at least a sort of two second glimpse of my tweets on TV I was quite surprised and it was quite good fun anyway it was a brilliant documentary it had uh, not just Withered Hand but also Kid Canaveral and uh, oh my goodness I can't remember who else was on it but it was absolutely fantastic and it is if you're in the UK it's on iPlayer so if you are in somewhere other than Scotland in the UK you can go to BBC iPlayer and I think it's called the um, Artworks documentary on South by Southwest so seek that out and have a watch of that it'll only be there for another few more days so quick while you can it is great and there's loads of great bands on there as well anyway I think my voice is sort of giving up this is because it's an hour long and I've already been going for about 40 minutes which is longer than normal so I'm going to have a massive big glass of water while I play um, the Magnetic Island sorry not the Magnetic Island they're just Magnetic Island
Oops, sorry, I wasn't paying attention and it's already finished. Did I say at the start of the podcast that I was um, a kind of grown out of sort of psychedelic 60s revivalist stuff? Maybe not. That's Dancing with a Hole in Your Heart by Art Museums. And then before that, you heard... Uh, what did you hear before that? You heard uh, the, the Way by Magnetic Island. The Magnetic Island track is from a new EP called Keyboard EP. I got an email from Lisa from Magnetic Island to let me know about their new EP. I've played them on the podcast a few times before. I really, really do like their stuff. And they're from Brooklyn. Uh, it came out the 21st of June. You can get it from their Bandcamp site. And all the stuff they do is um, free. And I think it's all in their Creative Commons licenses and stuff, which is damn good. Um, so if you go to their Bandcamp site, it'll be links as ever at edmarmando.com. Obviously, my, I see my voice hasn't really... <laughs> it hasn't really got better during the play. The fact that I played two tracks, maybe it's because I forgot to drink the water I said I was going to drink during the, uh, during the music. And then I played Art Museums, Dancing with a Hole in Your Heart. They're also from Brooklyn. And that's their new-ish single. I think it came out a few weeks ago or last month or something. They had a great EP last year uh, called Rough Frame and that was on Brooklyn's Wood Disc record label. Um, that's their debut release on Slumberland Records. I guess it means they've hit the big time, which is quite cool. So um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, yes. the uh, I did say earlier on the podcast that I had, uh, and in fact, I think I said last week in the podcast that my uh, the reason why I did the podcast last week on a Tuesday was because my, my week was so sort of all packed with loads of things, such as gigs, gigs, and a wedding and another gig. Um, the wedding that I went to was actually, um, if you remember, if you did listen to the podcast way ages ago during the Edinburgh Festival last year, and then also the um, Indie Pop Fest uh, um, special of the podcast that we did sometime in August, um, October, would that be right? Right, I had a guest host on that, Gordon, and it was Gordon's wedding actually. Um, so it was a great wedding, and it was um, also Amy, who I've been mentioning on Twitter. She's one of the DJs at Unpop, and they did the music as well in the evening. Well, it was kind of like the last time I DJed at a wedding. Um, which is a, a horrible, horrible, thankless thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever DJ a wedding again, but uh, Amy and Adam from Unpop did a fantastic job, and they had people dancing the whole night, which um, is more than often I can manage when I do a, when I DJ at a, at a wedding. They're really, really difficult because you don't know what on earth people want to listen to. And in fact, the last wedding I was at, I wasn't even sure what music people did listen to. I was completely baffled by what they wanted to dance to. So they kept coming up and saying, "Play something that." I'll play something that'll make people dance well I've just played Blondie and I've just played The Kinks what on earth do you want um, so anyway yeah so weddings if you're DJing kind of stress me out but they did brilliantly um, so it was very much an indie pop wedding and even the so I found out that people that I was um, dancing with and chatting to also had played at indie tracks which um, that was quite exciting as well and there was also quite a few people at the, co- at the wedding wearing Converse so it was definitely an indie wedding um, but it was a great night uh, and so I was slightly inebriated the next day and ended up um, that was why I wasn't really sure if I was going to go to the Spook School Zed Penguin Edinburgh School for the Deaf gig but I thought I'd soldier through and I kind of sobered up by the afternoon, by the evening anyway so um, I wasn't really going to miss it so it was great but the other thing excuse me there is a gig tomorrow that I'm missing because I've got a double booked myself it's a fantastic looking gig with Plastic Animals and Yusuf Azak and uh, Trapped Mice so in a kind of, um, to sort of console myself that I'm missing that gig, I'm going to play a brilliant track from the new Plastic Animals EP. This is It Fell Apart from A Dark Spring.
remember that's Plastic Animals and that's from their EP A Dark Spring which has just come out it came out on the 1st of July uh, and uh, they've got a launch party for it tomorrow like I said and uh, on the 8th well obviously tomorrow's the 8th it's tomorrow the 8th it's at the We Red Bar with Yusuf Azik and Trap Mice I'm really really disappointed I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that A because I really like Trap Mice and B I haven't seen Yusuf Azik live and I do really like his album that came out towards the end of last year again that was another one on Song by Toad Records um, but they are Plastic Animals are also playing um, at the We Red Bar with Trap Mice again on the 22nd of July I think they're kind of swapping around the headliney things where Trap Mice are playing the headline and then plastic animals on support um, so I'll almost certainly get along to see them then I've already put it in my diary so to avoid any sort of social diary clashes that I've got on this Friday and also they're playing in Glasgow on the uh, on the 10th of August as well I think they were supposed to have a launch party in Glasgow as well for the EP but they had to cancel that unfortunately um, so I've actually got loads of music that I've still left to play I've obviously talked way too much and let's see if, I'm, if, if my timing is alright I think I've got about another 10 minutes or so to go. Um, so I'm just going to rush in and play the next track. This is Yusuf Azik. Um, his album, Turn of the Long Wire, like I say, came out song by Tour Records last year. He's got a really, really unique singing voice. And I think the track that I played last time, which was obviously back in November or something like that, I don't think it was really representative of, <laughs> of the rest of the album, but I really, really like this track as well. He has, like I say, he's got, he's got quite distinctive vocals. The album, it took me maybe one and one and a half listens before I completely fell in love with it. The first time I heard it, I didn't quite know what to think. Um, so you may listen to this and not know, well, know quite what to think. Well, I'll tell you what to think. The album is brilliant. You can download this track for free and another one if you go to the Song by Toad website or on think on SoundCloud as well. It's under a Creative Commons license. Like I say, he's playing with Plastic Animals tomorrow and uh, We Red Bar, Edinburgh College of Arts. So if you are in Edinburgh, get along to see him. Anyway, this is Yusuf Azik in Eastern Sun. Um,
quite like doing the podcast live because it means I get little snippets of information. So it's not just exactly what I'd written down in my notes that I think I'm going to say in the podcast. Obviously, I do make a lot of it up on the spot as well, which you may have already guessed. But uh, Plenty Side says that he's seen use of Ansic a couple of times, coincidentally, once supporting Lou Barlow from, uh, from Sebado as well. So... That's quite interesting. Well, I thought that was quite interesting. Anyway, the Yusuf Azak album is fantastic. So if you haven't got it, it's called Turn on the Long Wire. You can get it from uh, from Song by Toad's website if you do a search for Song by Toad. Obviously, there'll be links as ever at edinburghman.com. And I must have talked and baffled, babbled rather, not baffled. I must have babbled a lot tonight because I've got three tracks still left to go on the podcast that I'm not going to be able to play. So I'm just going to play one. Sorry, that's not right. I've actually got four left. I'm going to play one of those and, uh, and three are going to fall off the bottom. At least... At least I've got three tracks now sorted for next week's podcast, which is always good. Um, so the only other the other thing as well is this is obviously why I made the podcast now along, was because I went to so many gigs, and I do like to talk about the different gigs that I've been to. It's not quite sort of gig reviews, more sort of just uh, gig ramblings. But anyway, I did go and see Darren Heyman last week as well. He played a gig at uh, Spilrick St. Paul's Church, which is um, which is a fantastic little venue. It's like a, it is a church hall, actually. And obviously there's um, nurseries and stuff going on there because there's sort of kids' paintings and stuff on the wall, which is quite good fun. Um, but Darren Heyman played a gig with uh, Dan from Weathered Hand and um, Gordon from Ball Boy as well, so it was fantastic, a great acoustic night. Um, and when Darren, I mean, uh, when Dan played and when Gordon played, they both used the stage. When Darren Heyman played, he just kind of started wandering around the crowd with his acoustic guitar. And the guy that was doing the lights and doing the PA looked all forlorn, like he'd been forgotten about. But it did make for a great gig, and everyone was sort of enraptured on everything that Darren Heyman said and sung, which was fantastic. Anyway. Why don't I end the podcast playing a track from Darren Heyman? This is from the uh, sorry, this is from the album Essex Arms, which came out last year on Fortuna Pop. This is called Winter. Makes you want me more. Cold winter lanes with the warm lights that lead right to your wooden door. The graffiti on the subway is hearsay. So don't cry anymore Can't see the stars for street lights These cold nights Make you want me more Than you did through the long days When you'd say what for The patio heaters glow
Darren Heyman and Secretary Modern and Winter makes you want me more. That's from the album Essex Arms, uh, which came out last year. And like I say, he played a great gig. He's actually just finished a tour of the UK. I probably should have played a track from him like a week or two ago, and then I could have plugged the tour. Um, but it was a great night on uh, Friday, no, Thursday night, I think, probably, at <laughs> Pilrigs and Pauls. Um, he is really, really worth uh, good value seeing live. He is fantastic. Anyway, um, sorry about the little dodginess at the start of the podcast. I hope I didn't spoil your enjoyment. If you did, I get a lot of distorted noise. I did manage to get it all going in the end, and we managed to get there, even if we did have to drop a few tracks. Um, Adam uh, Holmes from Adam H and Adam Holmes in the Embers says, uh, "Hey man, another good one tonight," which is great. So I guess at least at least one person enjoyed it, uh, which is good. And uh, actually, Adam is playing. It's got an EP launch gig sometime at the end of the month. I think it's the 28th of the Voodoo Rooms, which I'm going to try and get along to. So you probably should too, because um, his EP sounds pretty damn good. And also. Uh, one more last tweet from the Twitterverse. Plenty side says, "Sorry if my constant tweeting added to the channel led to the dropping of the songs. I don't really mind. I hope, well, I, uh, hopefully nobody else minds. It's kind of chat and music, isn't it? Really, it kind of. Anyway, often songs get dropped, so um, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Plenty side. Anyway, on today's podcast, podcast number sixty-two, a special, slightly longer podcast, just for the fact that I had loads of music I wanted to play. You heard the thermals, and not like any other feeling left me on personal life. Then you heard Holy Connie." Fly Around Space from the EP Earth Child Answer Already. Then you heard Major Matt Mason, USA and Dolly. That's just a that's just a track he's put up on his band camp. That's not from anything. Uh, then you heard Fleet Foxes and Grown Ocean from Helplessness Blues. Then you heard Austin Biller and some banjo and Revealed from Foreign Lands. You can download that one for free from CLLCT.com. Like ever, as ever, there'll be links on edinburghman.com. Then you had Zed Penguin, Keep on Trucking, that's from his four-track main EP. Then Magnetic Island, and this way, this is really, actually, there's a lot to read out when I do an hour-long podcast. Maybe I shouldn't do the bit at the end where I read all the tracks out. Anyway, it was Magnetic Island, the way, not this way, for the keyboard EP. Then Art Museum's Dancing with a Hole in Your Heart, that's their new single on uh, on Slumberland Records. Then you had Plastic Animals from Edinburgh, and from A Dark Spring EP, which they will be celebrating at a launch party tomorrow on the Wee Red Bar. It fell apart. Yusuf Azak and Eason's Son, that's from his album Turn a Long Way. And then right at the very end, I should have taken a big glass of water before I started reading Alice out. You had Darren Heyman in the Secretary Modern. And Winter Makes Me Want Me More. Thank you very much for listening to podcast number 62. And uh, apologies for some of the technical hitches. It all seemed to work in the end. See you next time. <laughs>